You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live, broadcasting from St. James Coffee House here in Rochester, Minnesota. If you need a great coffee or to warm up a little bit before the cold, come and get your coffee. They have coffee grounds here. They have fresh coffee and some treats as well. Quite a festive atmosphere here yet with the Christmas tree up. Great to be here at St. James. I encourage you, uh, the faithful, and even, of course, we welcome non-Catholics. Anyone come here to enjoy the beautiful, faithful Catholic Christian atmosphere here at St. James Coffee in Rochester. And great to be back all with you. I'm Father Randall Kiesel, the pastor at St. Michael in Pine Island, St. Paul in Zambroda. I've been with you in a, in a while now, so it's great to be back on the air. So I'm thankful for this opportunity to be with you this morning. And we have our first guest on the radio, Glenn Gower from South Dakota. Glenn, welcome to Real Presence Radio Live. Hey, it's great to be with you. Thank you, Glenn. So just to get started here, Glenn, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your mission? Heck yeah. Um, essentially, I'm a farm kid. I always say that. Uh, I grew up on a, about a 900-acre farm near Aberdeen, South Dakota. Born in 1970. Uh, my dad died when I was a young kid, three years old. And uh, I think from, from that point on, I was always searching for him or the truth, right? Uh 17 years old, I didn't have any money, so I joined the Army to pay for college. I'll never forget signing for a $2,000 bonus, but <laughs> not really knowing <laughs> what I was getting into. Oh. And uh, so in basic training in 1988 in Lawton, Oklahoma, which is a terrible place to go to basic training. Was it hot? Uh, hot and muggy, and the <laughs> weather was cold in the morning and hot at yep. night. Yep. I started searching for the truth. I wanted to know if God was real or not. I had lived a pretty hedonistic lifestyle in high school. I would say a very hedonistic uh, lifestyle in high school. I'm sick of it. And I wanted to know if that was real. Now, I grew up Catholic, went to Mass every Sunday. Uh, at times, we're hungover, but Mom made us go anyway. Amen to that, right? Yeah, yes, thank <laughs> God wanted, for Moms. Yeah, I wanted to know the truth. If God was real, and then he started speaking to me in basic training. Yeah. And let me just qualify that. I never heard an audible voice. I would sure like to, wouldn't you, Padre, hear an audible voice now and then, right? But Sure, like the apostles and those who listen, like the parables and all that? Oh, that would be, yeah, they they don't know what they had, I think, at the time. But we know now. Exactly. Uh, so, But I wasn't looking for an audible voice. I just wanted to know. And God started speaking to me. These thoughts would come into my mind. And essentially, uh, in basic training in the summer of 1988, uh, God was going through proofs. And St. Thomas Aquinas came up with these five proofs, right? I couldn't name all yes. five anymore, but um, but I started going through two or three of those proofs, and all of a sudden, intellectually, it made sense. Mm. Uh, eventually, I made my way, uh, 1989, to a retreat in Aberdeen, South Dakota, by Sister Francis Clark called Search. I think it started in California, but it was Christianity or Catholicism 101. And again, those days, I wasn't sure if there was a difference between Catholic and Christian, you know? Um, I didn't know my faith at all, but I liked going to church. And then something crazy happened. I gave my life to Christ. And as a yes. Catholic, uh, Catholics were doing that. You know, that, none of my Catholic friends were, but it just made sense that I gave my whole life to the person of Christ. Yes. Hey, well, Glenn, the party, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was, was going to say, the party scene called to me, and um, I got into a pit of sin and realized... I didn't have the power to live a Christian life. So, 
I didn't have a rosary, but I remembered how to pray the rosary, most of it. I started praying, um, and then three weeks later, I had, I would say, a Pentecostal experience, which changed everything. Mm-hmm. So, um, from that point on, my life had focus. Uh, 1993, I joined Net Ministries and did a year. I led a team. Uh, I don't know how many states are in, quite a few. I studied theology at Franciscan University. Uh, I worked for the Diocese of Rapid City, uh, yes. Director of Youth Ministry for the Diocese. And uh, by 2001, after teaching, I joined Focus Ministries, did that nine years. But we had felt called inside of Focus to start Mission Blueprint. And so my wife and I started Mission Blueprint in 2017. Wow. And that's the, uh, that's the short version, of course. Oh, that's that's amazing, Glenn. I'm, I'm inspired by your testimony, and if I were to perhaps rephrase, and I'm certainly happy to bounce this back to you, what I heard you saying, and to rephrase, especially for our listeners to, to have some sense, because uh, what happens is, is our Lord invites us in the relationship, and our Lord invited you in a relationship and showed you great kindness. And really, that, that I've experienced this in my own life, the, the call to come close to Jesus and to immerse oneself through faith in Jesus in the life of the Catholic Church, and the Church is really the call of the Father. And the call of the Father, come to my Son, know my Son, Jesus. And it's the whole idea that's expressed here just the other day in the baptism of our Lord. This is my beloved Son. Listen to him. And what our Lord said elsewhere in Scripture, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. And the gift of the Father and the Son and founding the church is the Holy Spirit. No surprise you had a Pentecost or a Holy Spirit experience uh, that began in earnest to form the life of Christ within you. And that makes sense. You come to Mary and Mary teaches us how to listen to the Holy Spirit and then to cooperate with the same Holy Spirit for the life of Jesus to be formed within you. And it's no, one, it's, it's no wonder then that all of a sudden now you have a mission, you have, you have a purpose, you have something that defines your interior life. And of course, it's Jesus himself, but the particular work that Jesus has in mind for you from all eternity. So it's a, that's what I heard you say uh, in a nutshell in my own <laughs> condensed version. And I want to tell you, it's beautiful. And I think for all of our listeners that uh, our Lord has something like this in mind for all of us, a personal relationship. So Glenn, tell us about yourself with Mission Blueprint, uh, this this work that you have starting in 2017. So, um, yeah, we we knew God was calling us sort of ministry apart from focus. You know, sometimes, Father, it's hard to know what the work looks like, right? What are we supposed to do? I realized that the priests need help um, in their parishes, and so we first set out to help the priests, and then our Lord said, well, I didn't actually ask to do that right now. And I got this call from God the Father as I was driving to a wedding. And again, I never heard an audible voice, but I knew somehow the Father was speaking to me about starting a men's conference movement. And my friend of mine, Sean Dalton, uh, a good man I've known for a long time, over 20 years, he and I had been having these conversations where if you get the men, you get everybody back. Oh. And I, heard, I, sh- I actually heard Steve, um, oh, I'm going to forget his name, he, he became a Catholic. With, you know, remember when Scott Hahn and those guys came yes. down? Steve Wood. Steve Wood, yes. that's his name. Oh, yeah, I've met him. Have yep. you met Steve? Yes, I have. Many years ago, he st- was, well, I'll make sure I know this. this uh, he's the one that started St. Joseph's uh, uh, Covenant. Right. Yep. Right. So I was, I'm not talking to Steve, but I listened to this cassette because I was going into youth ministry. I'd just been on net. And I thought youth ministry of the Lord was calling me into it. And Steve said something that bothered me. He said, I would not put any money or very little money in youth ministry. 
I would put all my money towards getting the men. Yes. And boy, I fought that for years. And, and if I look at my, my own life pattern, I was a director of youth ministry and God used me on the, in that. But ultimately, if you get the men, you get everybody. Because we already know the stats. Uh, if dad goes to math and he prays every day, what, 70 to 80% of, their, of his kids follow him for whatever reason. And 19%, 20% follow mom if mom goes to mass without dad. So I'm pretty passionate about getting men on their mission, and that's why we uh, started these men conference movements about six years ago. Yeah, Glenn, I think you're spot on regarding the men, and I actually I, I do that in my own ministry, and when I, I go to a parish, if I get it reassigned somewhere, the first thing I do is I look at what's the status of the men and how are the men doing and where where is there a need for serving the men through the, the grace of the priesthood and to invite that conversion. So uh, I think you're spot on, Glenn. I, 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 you're right. <laughs> and I know it in my own experience as well. So tell me about this then. You were persuaded then to begin uh, the, the ministry to men. What Then what came? Well, we had some issues in 2020. I don't think I have to explain that to you. <laughs> no, right. And I understand. And I was just talking to a priest the other day, and uh, he was asking about how's Mission Blueprint going. And I said, you know what? We're still alive. I'm not sure how, but we're still alive. Uh, because we had a wonderful trajectory uh, beginning in 2017, and then everything crashed, right, for me particularly, because when the church is closed, what do I do? So um, in that, though, uh, two things that God really, I believe, uh, put on my heart. Number one was podcasting. And I knew nothing about it. I didn't listen to podcasts. I didn't know how to do a podcast. And so I bought a few things. And I started podcasting, and I absolutely love it. But even more important, um, as I was praying, okay, Lord, what is the work? I know it's men's, but he said to me, uh, he reminded me of something he said years ago. When I asked that same question in focus, he said, you already know. And it was helping people come to uh, and experience the power of the Holy Spirit through the hands of Our Lady. Mm -hmm. And so we started a conference called Revival. And um, we've had two revival conferences. I know that doesn't sound very Catholic to some of you, but if you go to our Diocese of Sioux Falls, South Dakota, my bishop uses those same kinds of words because we yes. need it. Yes, we, we need do. revival right now. And Glenn, we're going to pause there. We're going to, listeners, we're with Glenn Gower from South Dakota. He has a men's conference, a begin a ministry to men called Mission Blueprint. And we're going to pause right now for a break. We'll be right back. I'm Father Randall Kazel on Real Presence Radio Live. Stay with us. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Daily Meditations of Pope Benedict XVI, presented by Leonardo Di Filippis of St. Luke Productions. Faith as Meeting One has never achieved complete faith. Faith has to be lived again and again in life and in suffering, as well as in the great joys that God sends us. It is never something that I can put in my pocket like a coin. The essence of faith is that I do not meet with something that has been thought up, but that here something meets me that is greater than anything we can think of ourselves. 
The Christian faith brings us consolation that God is so great that he can become small and that he is actually for me the unexpected and previously inconceivable greatness of God that he is able to bow down so low. That he himself really enters into a man, no longer merely disguises himself in him so that he can later put him aside and put on another garment, but that he becomes this man. It is just in this that we actually see the truly infinite nature of God, for this is more powerful, more inconceivable than anything else, and at the same time more saving. This very God, who has the power to realize love in such a way that he himself is present in a man, that he is there and introduces himself to us, that he associates himself with us, is exactly what we need in order to escape from having to live to the end with fragments and half-truths. This meditation is taken from Benedictus, published by Ignatius Press and Magnificat, and produced by St. Luke Productions. Learn more at stlukeproductions.com. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter, and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. This is Father Randall Kazel broadcasting live from the St. James Coffee House in Rochester, Minnesota. I encourage you to come on down and support the coffee house. But great coffee, great people, beautiful atmosphere here for our faith and to share our faith. So come on down if you're in the area. We're blessed to have with us Glenn Gower from Mission Blueprint in South Dakota. Glenn, thank you for being with us. Hey, you bet. It's great to be with you. Great. And Glenn, uh, t- let's take right up back uh, where we were before the break. Tell us about um, the, the upcoming conference, men's conference in the Diocese of Sioux Falls and with your bishop. Okay, you got it. Um, so this is our six-month conference on Saturday, February the 3rd. And we are in Brookings, South Dakota at Old Sanctuary. Old Sanctuary used to be a church, and uh, they built a new church in, I don't know, 98 or 99. And the theme of this conference is becoming a disciple. Uh, discipleship has been uh, one of those words, right, Father, that has just been trending for many yeah, years now. Yeah. What does it and, mean exactly? Well, Jesus calls us, I think of John 15, when I think of discipleship, and he says, I call you friends. Now, I don't know about you, Father, but I don't remember hearing that growing up. Yeah. Um, I didn't know Jesus wanted to be friends with me, because he says two things, I call you friends, but you have to listen to me which I always chuckle, I'm not sure why, but it's, it's so true, we have to be in the Father's will. Yes. So I've noticed that, um, uh, and I think you probably have too, that I think men are just, um, they're in idle mode. Um, and I, I don't want to say lukewarm, but maybe that's true too, but we're in idle mode because this culture has been so anti-men for so many years, and you know, the women aren't happy with this feminist mm-hmm. movement. Um, they're just not happy. So uh, we, we live in a predicament where we got to start going out and reaching men and telling them that they have a mission, and their first mission is to develop this relationship with the person of Jesus Christ. And if you want to say that differently, you know, uh, you can. I, but that's kind of a, the clearest way for me to say it, that God wants oh, to have I, a relationship with us, right? I, 
I agree with you completely, Glenn. And and back to the culture part, our our world and our culture especially uh, is very good at distracting men, distracting men with all sorts of things from the passions, the pleasures, power, money, comfort, all sorts of distractions. You can name your distraction in the world and the spirit of the world. And you throw in the strategies of the devil to distract men. And that distraction is away from one, one, and that's Jesus. Because uh, if, if men get focused on Jesus, the world changes. That's just the simple truth. And you can look through all history to see the truth of that. So I think you're right on, Glenn. You're 100% correct. I think one of the big fears men have is when they come into this relationship with Jesus, they have to become feminine. Mm. I think that's one of the struggles, and that was one of my issues, and I talked to other men, because, you know, the church is feminine, um, but I think some, you know, what's our experience in church? It's Sunday morning in the pews, and a lot of the men won't sing. Why won't they sing? Because I think, personally, uh, that the songs are pretty feminine, Mm -hmm. and so men have a tough time. uh, Their first taste, or the taste of Christianity is, it's a bit too feminine for me, and and that couldn't be further from the truth. Uh, God wants to grace build upon nature, build upon your masculinity, and make you a stronger man. And if there's any example of a strong man, <laughs> look at Jesus. Look at the, you know, the scourging, the carrying of the cross. I mean, he, he, he did the whole thing on his back, and they killed him uh, yes. for the truth. And so uh, I think that's a huge fear, and I just want to dispel that to men right now. You don't have to become feminine you actually uh, become more masculine by having a relationship with Christ. So the theme is becoming a disciple. God is calling you men, me and you, Father, all to a deeper relationship with Jesus to get to the Father. And it starts in our prayer time. It starts in the morning, every morning, 6 a.m., rosary, scriptures, chewing on the Word of God, and meditating, and maybe even writing some stuff down. Mm -hmm. That's where it starts. For me. And if you can do that in front of the Eucharist, even better. But you don't have to. But even better. And if you can start going to confession more often and pick up some daily masses, things will start to churn in the right direction. So that's what I'm about, Mission Blueprint, just getting men on their mission and um, informing men as well. Uh, so I, my wife and I just started a brand, we're starting a brand new Bible study. We invited um, seven couples to our house. And uh, our first meeting is in two weeks. And so the way we're planning on structuring this is uh, the couples meet the first week, the men meet the second week, the women meet the third week, and we take a week off. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Well, because I can take the men deeper and my wife can take the women deeper. So, and you know what? The reality is the women, they need a little bit of help, but we men need a lot of help. Yes. So <laughs> um, that's one of the things that we're also doing. But yeah, uh, on February 3rd, uh, the conference, uh, Becoming a Disciple. Father Jeff Norfolk is going to kick it off. Father Jeff is a pretty spiritual guy, uh, fun-loving. He's a gem. Everybody who knows Father Jeff says, oh, man, that guy is so great. And why? Well, because he knows the Lord. And he just exudes peace, you know, and holiness. And he'll be giving a couple talks on going deeper um, into the Holy Spirit. And... um, and how do you, uh, and what are the tools that you need? Uh, and then, of course, Kevin uh, Wells will be um, kicking off for the afternoon. And um, 
I'm not sure what Kevin's going to talk about. Uh, I actually told him uh, a couple things. Uh, if he's listening to me right now, he's just probably shaking his head. But uh, I'm going to give Kevin free reign. If you haven't heard Kevin's testimony, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's amazing. Um, he was dying, right? He was on his deathbed, and his uncle, Monsignor Wells, gave him last rites, and he lived. And I guess they're still talking about that story. So uh, yes. Kevin was on That Thing You Do. I'm <laughs> that Thing You Do. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that man is you, right? Not not that thing you do. I don't know if Kevin was in that movie or not, but uh, Kevin is another wonderful man. And then I just picked up a uh, former Focus missionary, Matt Remick is his name. Okay. Matt's going to be giving us a testimony right after. Uh, we're going to have what we call beer and blarney at five o'clock. Uh, guys can have a beer, cheese, maybe a little sandwich, and then we have one final testimony for the day. If you've never been to one of my men's conferences, they're fun. You're going to laugh a lot, and uh, we have some great content, and you're going to be challenged, and then you want to be challenged, and you need to be challenged, right? Um, so, And, Glenn, can you, tell, just a, can you tell our listeners where they can find a way to register or more information on the schedule? Where would people find the uh, answering questions about the conference coming up? So go to www.mission-blueprint.org. That's mission hyphen or dash blueprint.org. Uh, you can register there. Uh, if you go to the men's conference page, I'm looking at it right now, uh, you'll see uh, the conference sponsored by Mission Blueprint. I, it's go time. Uh, and it men, it's time for you to stand and take back Christianity. And uh, they can find out the schedule, a little bit about the speakers, um, and then you can certainly register there. There's some testimonies as well on that page for men who have been to the conference. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, especially you men, uh, these are life-changing moments. I had a guy that called me on the phone and said, um, uh, where do you buy a Bible? I have no idea where to get a Bible. His first Bible, he was in his mid-30s. Mm-hmm. And I had another guy who said, I hadn't been in confession in 15 years. Wow. I'm so grateful for the conference. So again, it's just, you know, we're trying to win men over. And um, yeah, go to www.mission-blueprint.org uh, to, mo- to learn more information. Yes, and I would like to just add a little encouragement even for the wives out listening to this, and perhaps you would say, boy, I'd love my husband to go. Uh, Well, encourage him. Uh, Go to the website, pull it up for him. Uh, Maybe your birthday is coming up, or maybe you know know that he wants to do something uh, very good for you. Say, hey, would you go to this conference for me? That would be a great request uh, that you could do, because I think uh, uh, I know many, many, many wonderful Catholic couples and believers in our Lord and sometimes there are these ways in which there's influence and we, you help each other be influenced to one to one, that's Jesus. You help each other get to Jesus and I think many uh, wives would love to have their husbands and their hearts get captured by Jesus and fixated on him to serve him and that makes everything better, everything more filled with joy. Uh, so uh, if I remember Craig Glenn, this is your sixth conference, is that right? Yeah, and it, what, that's right. Has it been a similar theme through all six of them, or is there, have your themes changed up a little bit over the years? Uh, every conference has a different twist, a different theme, and uh, every conference is always just a little different, um, And even though we keep the same format. The Holy Spirit seems to be doing different things at different conferences. Okay. Um, and it, so you never know what's going to happen. Do you record your, your talks or record the conference at all? Because I think that might be a question some have. Is there a way I can... Uh, participate in the conference remotely or in any way like like we're we're several hours away but it should be interesting to see if that might be possible 
it is possible. We're actually talking about that now. Uh, we do have some of the software to do that. Um, I, I'm trying to put that together for this conference. If not, I think for the future conferences, you could all, anyone can join in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you ever travel to give your conference? Let's say your your model is successful there. Do you ever say, like, I'd like to host one maybe in Fargo or another place? Is that something that you would think about? Oh, definitely. I'm ve- we're very open to moving it around. Uh, one of the things that I found interesting is we, we have moved it around a couple times. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I did move it to Aberdeen thinking I'd get more Aberdeen men. But the reality is um, people from all over just still come. Okay. So we're certainly we're certainly willing to go anywhere to put one of these on. And we just have to Excellent. be invited. Love to Excellent. Do Glenn, we got about a minute left or so and and uh, the last time we have, can you tell us, you know, for the men listening out there or maybe for the wives on behalf of their men, what why would it be good for uh the man, the the husband to come to this conference? What what would you say? I think it will provide a I'll use the word paradigm shift, the way we see things. Uh, I think men see Christianity a certain way. I think men see Christianity a certain way, and when you come to the conference, you're going to realize, oh my gosh, I think I've been thinking about this the wrong way the whole time. And because we're just normal men, uh, there's nothing special about any of us who come, normal guys, a lot of farmers, and uh, we're all trying to reach the same thing. So if you come to the men's conference, you're going to realize right away, like, oh, this isn't anything like I thought it was going to be. So... That's one of the uh, things that I would share to all men. Christianity may not be like what you think it is. It may be completely different. But if you're too scared to take that step, you may never know. Today, I'm asking you to take that step and give us a chance. Amen. Glenn, it's great to have you on. Again, this is Glenn Gower from uh, Mission Blueprint. Go to his website, HTTPS mission-blueprint.org to learn about the upcoming conference February 3rd. And we'll be right back with Straight Talk, so stay with us. Real Presence Radio Live from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. We'll be right back. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Lavinia Spirito for Catholic Way Bible Study. The letter to the Hebrews describes the scriptures as a double-edged sword. This weapon is so sharp, it can cut us to the bone, revealing our hypocrisy, our justifications, our self-recited limitations, and our hidden motives. They are like a riverbed clogged with boulders. Our lives then become stale and boring without the fresh, clean, rushing waters of God's Spirit. And yet these waters can rush in through the Word of God. In the same way, it may be painful at times to read the scriptures God gave us, but the life they bring is crucial. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. Today, allow the Word of God to clear away the obstacles that block you from a total life of holiness. Catholic Way Bible Study. Peace. Power. Purpose. Find out more at cwbs.org. Good day to every one of you who are listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Father Wilhelm. I'm a priest of the Diocese of Fargo, and I'm assigned at St. Joseph's Catholic Church. And one of the things that I have found in my assignment is that I wanted to become more friendly to get to know St. Joseph more. And one of the things, and just in Joseph's name, 
J-O-S-E-P-H. If you take that name, Joseph is just. O, that he's obedient. S, that he was silent. E, that he's an example. P, that he was a parent, the parent, the foster parent of Jesus. And H, husband of Mary. What a wonderful thing to imitate this good, holy man that the Father in heaven chose for his foster father here on earth. And so, have a devotion to St. Joseph. Come to know him. Come to know his intercession as he brings us and leads us always ever more closely in a relationship with the Holy Family 